You're listening. No. You're listening to the Buns.com Podcast Network. (laughs) (laughs) Buns, buns, buns. Aloha, I'm Fernando. And I'm Jamie. And this is the Opposite Taste Podcast. Two Gen Xers who can't be more different sample odd snacks and discuss or argue about pop culture with uh, what's going on in the background today. Some is hurricane coverage. What is what is it now? A bunch of stuff. Yep. Sounds uh, not, not quite game show. Uh, kind of like afternoon talk show. That's what it sounds like in the background. Yeah. yeah. So it's good to know. Good mm-hmm. to know what's going on in the background. With Again. some cleaning staff. With the yelling, the yelling of cleaning staff. Lots of color. Lots of color. Anyway, we got our snack review coming up, and of course, uh, we got a topic on hand, which is Halloween. Yeah. Uh, ooh, that was good. <laughs> it was like a half, like a yodeling ghost. Mm. <laughs> um, Swedish. <laughs> uh, we have some sponsors for for today's topic, mm-hmm. for today's podcast. Uh, what's your sponsor, Jamie? Uh, today's sponsor for me is Lizards. Lizards. Lizards make everyday Halloween. Or Lizards, because I don't say the F word enough on a daily basis. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. That's a good one, okay. Uh, my sponsor for this episode is Diabetes. Halloween, you get it? Candy, nice. diabetes. Get rid of that foot the fun way. Diabetes. Cool. Yeah. All right, good stuff. All right, before we get into our topic, Jamie, I just had to ask you because, you know, you have, um, because you do wear, I notice you do wear a lot of different colored socks. And not just like crazy colors, but like you have designs on your socks. You have like designs, like designer, not designer socks, because I would say like that. But you have designs, you have characters and stuff (laughs) in your socks. Yeah. And I guess this kind of ties in with Halloween, you know, because it's all about expressing yourself and blah, blah, blah. So I just wanted to ask you, like, what's your wackiest pair of socks or maybe your favorite pair of socks? Um, jeez. Uh, I have one that I, um, I ordered at one of the Comic Cons here. Um, and it was uh, a ninja, little ninjas. Little ninjas on your socks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think this is very important. What, ki- what type of weapons do they have? We're talking ninja stars, katanas, nunchucks. To be honest, I didn't, I didn't look really good. Oh my gosh. Sorry. <laughs> look, it's like ninja basics, Jamie. Come on. <laughs> That's your favorite pair. I mean, I, I don't really have a favorite. Really? Really. Okay, well, take us through a few of your other types of socks. Okay. Yeah, so they got the ninja one. I have... Um, most of the ones I have are cat ones, and these are called okay. So these are called novelty socks. If you want to novelty, that's that's a genre. That yes. You, okay. Yes. Um, so I have a bunch of cat ones, and they kind of run the gamut. And I even have one um, uh, dedicated to cats and books. I think it's like various cats with eyeglasses on, on on top of books, or something like that. See, I'm not clear on my actual designs, but it doesn't, it's not really, the detail is not that important to me. Okay. 
But I do also have a, a non-cat one, which is um, it's my only nice brown one, and uh, it has uh, Sherlock heads, Sherlock Holmes heads, on it. Yeah, that one's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You would think that's kind of a boring sock, but uh, it's rather interesting looking. Yeah, that's no, nice. It's nice. And it's not like I'm I'm a total Sherlock fan, but um, uh, I just like the color. I was looking for brown. And I couldn't really find a good cat brown sock. So I thought, oh, Sherlock is kind of cool. I do kind of like Sherlock. And it works. And he's literary, which, and I, I, I read a lot. So. He's highbrow. Yeah, he is. He's on your level. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, thanks for answering that question for me, Jamie. That was very informative. Well, thank you. No, no one, uh, not many people ask me about my socks. So. If you would, would you mind not posting? I think it's warrant, uh, I mean, it's, it's worth showing everyone a picture of your socks on the, on the show notes. Would you mind okay. doing that? Sure. Thanks. Appreciate it. Much appreciated. Not just by me, but all eight of our listeners. <laughs> uh, so let's get back to Halloween here. Halloween, also known as All Halloween, All Hallows Eve, All Saints Eve. It is a celebration observed in, in a number of countries. On the 31st of October, the eve of the Western Christian Feast of All Hallows Day, it begins the three-day observance of All Hallow Tide. Did you know that? All Hallow Tide. No. It's the time in the liturgical year dedicated to remembering the dead, including saints, hallows, martyrs, and all the faithful departed. It is a widely believed, or it is wide, widely believed that many Halloween traditions originated from ancient Celtic harvest festivals, particularly in the Gaelic festival, Samhain, mm -hmm. and uh, Brythonic festival, Kalingalif. <laughs> trying to <laughs> pronounce these. Uh, such festivals may have had pagan roots, you think, and that uh, Samhain and Kalingalif were themselves Christianized as Halloween by the early church. Some believe, however, that Halloween began solely as a Christian holiday, separate from ancient festivals like Samhain. Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, activities for Halloween include trick-or-treating, attending Halloween costume parties, carving pumpkins into jack-o'-lanterns, lighting bonfires. Seances. Seances? Mm, yeah. Apple. <laughs> we'll get into your traditions in a little oh, bit. Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, apple bobbing, uh, divination games, playing pranks, visiting haunted attractions, telling stories, watching horror films, and all that good stuff. Um, Ouija boards. Yeah, Ouija boards. Sure. Mm -hmm. I love that stuff. Okay, why don't we get into our Halloween traditions then? <laughs> since you're kind of telling us about halfway through through your night already. <laughs> what, what type of Halloween traditions do you have in the, in the Jamie household? Um, usually we just go out to a movie. <laughs> Isn't that also your guys' Christmas uh, tradition as well? No, no, no. Oh, okay. No. no. Uh, and this is just to avoid any, um, any hint of trick-or-treating kids. Oh, okay. Um, you can't just uh, disable your doorbell or something. Uh, well, I mean, now that we hiding. have, now that we have the uh, attack attack cat, uh, I guess it's uh, not necessary anymore. But uh. no, really, we don't do anything for Halloween. Let's okay. just say that. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Exciting stuff. All right. 
uh, here are my Halloween traditions. Decorations come out on September 1st, so that, that way we ensure a, a full two months of Halloween decorations. Um, there's a deadline for costumes. We don't have a particular date, but uh, every year we do set a deadline at some point for the kids to say, okay, by this time, because the kids always have like five costume ideas each. Right. And so it's like, okay, by this Friday, you got to make a decision because we're going to place the order for the costumes or we're going to purchase the costumes. Okay. Um, another tradition that we have is pumpkin patch, going to the Aloon Farms uh -huh. pumpkin patch, picking our own pumpkins. Yeah. Uh, what m might fall on that day, but not necessarily, is the pumpkin carving party, which we'll do. Okay. So we'll have a few friends over who will okay. carve pumpkins, mostly family members. And then, um, of course, uh, give it a week or so later, then Halloween, which then we'll trick-or-treat around the neighborhood. And then we'll spend the rest of the night picking razor blades out of the cake. <laughs> have you ever found, like, a questionable piece of candy? Um, not, not really. I found some that it was partially open, so I've tossed those before. Yeah, yeah, that's it. But I've never found like a needle no. or a razor blade. No, no. It's horrible. No. And then uh, after that, yeah, we just top it off with a good old human sacrifice and then just uh, <laughs> blow out the jack-o'-lanterns and call just it like a night. Us. No, <laughs> when you get back from the movies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It has to be midnight, that's fine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, of course. And, and um, we have to say that all your entire family dresses up your kids and you and your wife oh yeah of course yeah i just had to say that yeah it's very important uh -huh. um lately i've been doing mashups for my costumes that is the thing yeah 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 it's it's a lot more fun that way if you don't have like a full complete costume or if you have some old costumes yeah you just make half of one half of the other yeah yeah of course so last year i was unicorn batman which yeah, was okay. pretty awesome mm -hmm. had a good time with that Okay, so enough with our Halloween traditions. Let's talk about our best Halloween costume. You definitely have something for this. Of course. Okay. Here it is. Your best Halloween costume, Jamie. What was it? Um, Can I guess? Sure. Uh, your moose head. Oh, no. That's too easy. That was too easy. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, like always, I'm going to have... I have actually two, so I'm gonna say one is main, the main one, and one is my honorable mention. Of course. Uh, okay, so my the one that kind of stands out, and, and it, I um, recalled it quite recently because uh, the actor Henry Winkler recently won his first Emmy for um, HBO's Barry. By the way, Henry Winkler is the Fonz. Yes, he was the Fonz in Happy Days way back in the, what, the 70s and 80s. Yes. Something like that, right? I, I loved Happy Days, and I and Fonzie was my favorite character, and so I did one uh, Christmas, Christmas, one Halloween. Uh huh. Uh, I did dress up as him. As the Fonz. Yeah. Nice. Well, you could buy it. That's why. Uh, it was those plastic um, masks. Like yeah. with a rubber band in the back. Yeah. Oh. The one that cut you, cut your yeah. face. I was yeah. Gonna, yeah, I was going to talk about that a little bit later. Slices your face up. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, how old were you? 
about 19. I'm just kidding. Um, no, I was like, I don't know, 10. I was a chip. I was a kid. Wow. You want to be the Fonz. What'd your mom think of that? Well, I was a tomboy, so she, she kind of just took it in stride, I guess. Uh-huh. Like, Can't you be a ballerina? No. I want to be, be the, the Fonz. Yeah. What'd your brother think of that? Oh, he couldn't care less. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> he was too busy uh, starting a bonfire to a TP in a house. Um, who knows what he was doing back then? <laughs> my, my, wait, my, oh yeah, my, you have an honorable mention. Honorable yeah. mention okay, is, all right. was was it last year or the year before? I think I the was, year before. I was Larry. Yeah. Larry, our coworker. I came as Larry, our coworker. Um, and basically, you know, he's just a guy. He's just a Portuguese mix guy. Very hairy. Uh, so well, he has a thick five o'clock shadow. Yeah, so that's what I did. I, I made a five o'clock shadow on my on my cheeks, um, and he always wear always. Well, not always. Except for frequently Fridays. Even now that we have all casual days. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. He wears a aloha shirt usually. Yeah. Uh, and of course, athletic shoes and just regular pants. So no, wait, wait, but but his pants he wears at high waters. Oh yeah. Like, they don't sit on his sneakers. Right. <laughs> Did I do that? I think so. And I wore white socks or something? Um, was it white or black socks? I know it matched him, whatever it was, because you guys lifted up your pants at the same time, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I wonder if I wore my husband's pants, because my, hus my husband has shorter legs than I do. Uh-huh. Although he's one inch taller than me. Right. Yeah, he's Okinawan. He's so. Okinawans, long torsos, those guys. Exactly, short yeah. legs, long torso. I am Japanese, so I'm pretty well proportioned. <laughs> pretty perfect is what she's trying to say. <laughs> anyway, I had really good um, comments on the Larry costume. Yeah. yeah, so, you know, maybe that's a costume idea if you're thinking of one. Uh, you need come a last minute costume. Yeah, come as your co-worker. But what I did was I asked his permission first, because you don't want to be insulting. Right, right. Yeah. But you know what helps too? I mean, you got it so dead on that you didn't need to, but maybe name tags. Sometimes name tags mm. are a fun way. That was good. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah, because someone um, asked me, uh, ha, 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 oh, are you a hobo? <laughs> <laughs> and then I said, no, I'm Larry. And then she like cracked up. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, my favorite Halloween costume was, uh, yeah, a few years ago. I think maybe a year before your Larry. It was uh, the ultimate warrior. I didn't come to work dressed as that, oh. but uh, it was like cut off sleeves. Made like a, a, I purchased the neon shirt and I got puffy paint and I made the, do you know who the ultimate warrior is, Bob? I have a big idea, yes. Yeah, okay. He was like, what I loved is that prior to Ultimate Warrior, like the biggest wrestler was Hulk Hogan, right? Uh -huh. And they're like, no one reached that level of like fame or like badassness until Ultimate Warrior came along. Like, oh my gosh, then everyone was kind of split. Like, oh man, who's, are you Team Hogan or Team Ultimate Warrior? You know what I mean? Like, All right. who are you gonna choose? Man, it's crazy. And so, yeah, I was all about Ultimate Warrior. He was like complete badass. He was crazy. His speeches were nuts. Didn't make sense. He, um, he was just so like st steroided up. Like it was crazy. Mm -hmm. Muscles bulging on top of muscles. Ultimate manly dude. But anyway, so that was like my childhood hero, pretty much. So it was, it was great to be him for Halloween. Okay. Although you know, I went to a lot of thing with millennials that Halloween season in, in costume and. 
not much people got it, no. The only places I got it were, it was like family places where, you know, other parents are there. Mm. And then you'd hear dad like, Oh, Ottoman warrior, oh, hey, we're gonna take a picture, oh. Yeah. <laughs> so that was awesome. Loved it, loved it. That was my yeah. favorite costume. What was cool, even cooler, is like, okay, so Ultimate Warrior, if you know him, he has face paint, right? And I, because I sweat very easily, I don't like doing face makeup because it's only going to last a second. Mm -hmm. And so instead, I took one of those, I guess, you know, kind of like the Jabberwocky masks, like those white plane masks that bank robbers or, you know, whatever yeah. would use. So I bought one of those, those mm -hmm. white masks, mm -hmm. and then I cut the, the pattern out of the... Of the face paint. Of the face paint. And then I, I painted that, and then I, that way I could just wear it as a mask. Oh. It was pretty brilliant on my part. Okay. Pretty proud of that. Yeah. Right. yeah, it was pretty good. Pretty darn good. Whew. Coming down from that high. <laughs> Rest in peace, Ultimate Warrior. Very unimpressed. <laughs> I know you're just, uh, you're in awe right now. You're just mm. sitting there, just taking Opposite. that all in. Opposite taste. <laughs> <laughs> okay, on to more favorites from Halloween. Uh, Halloween, your favorite Halloween candy. Mm. What do you got? Yeah, uh, Smarties. Smarties. They're like the uh, the ghetto sweet tarts. They're not ghetto sweet tarts. <laughs> <laughs> They're like the Western family of the, sweet tarts. Um, the organized. Um, They're like the GoBots of more the sweet tarts. <laughs> More beautiful than sweet tarts. Yeah. What? What are you talking about? Okay. Well, how are they packaged? Um, they're little sphere, um, f kind of flat, discs, um, round discs. Yeah. Dicks. Yeah. Um, like sweet dicks. tarts. Yeah, yeah. You said dicks. Sorry. Discs. Sorry. <laughs> they're definitely That's not your dicks. second favorite candy on Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> After the movie. At one point. Yeah. Anyway. Um. No. Uh. No, where are those? <laughs> See, you're all flustered. See? Discs. Damn it. These Smarties. Yeah, okay, so there's a, I don't know, maybe 10 in one roll, and it's all um, packaged in like a cellophane wrapper and then twisted on each end. And to you, that tastes better than sweet tarts? Yeah. I don't know. That's just flavored chalk, I think, right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. And at one time, I, um, I don't know, it was several years ago, uh, I overindulged in sweet tart, uh, sorry, Smarties. Okay. And, um... So it's like when people have too much tequila, they can never have it again, that kind of thing, like the smell of it just kind of turns you on? No, 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 not that, not like that. Um, so, uh, I think I, I bought a whole package of Smarties, and then, um... Throughout the day at work, I would just like just pop pop in little Smarties every so often. Uh, and then the next time at the dentist, I had a plethora of cavities. Wow. Yeah. So and I stopped that. You're and willing to blame it all on that one day alone? No, no, no it wasn't one day. All it was throughout the, the life weeks. of that bag? Yeah. I thought you just like went crazy and no, OD'd no. on that bag. No, well, I did in a way. Yeah. Yeah. So, ah. I've been very careful with Smarties from, uh, from then on. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. My, oh, I'm sorry. Do you have honorable mention for candies? No, I don't. <laughs> I'm surprised. <laughs> My favorite Halloween candy, candy corn. Mm, never good. liked it. Never? Never. 
Well, what don't you like about it? It's not that flavorful. Right? It is. Well, it's not, not, not everything has to beat you over the head with some flavor. Like, you gotta enjoy the, the subtle, sometimes it's the subtle flavors. That it doesn't look good either. It uh, looks like a tooth. Like, way, a, right? like a Halloween monster's tooth. Yeah. That's the whole thing. It's cool. Oh, I don't want to eat that. Like you're eating a monster's tooth. It's good fun. <laughs> it's waxy. It's like, what other candy is like that? I'd rather eat a corn nut. Uh, well, I think there's a time and a place. Sure. Candy corn that does it for me. Okay. Yeah, although, I forget which, uh, was it Jeff Ross? There was just some kind of comedian that had a, a joke about candy corn. Uh, all the candy corn was made in 1929 or something. <laughs> They've just been repackaging. Like, people give it out every year, and then it just gets recycled again. But I no one's actually that. made candy corn in, like, that. centuries. Yes. yes. <laughs> decades. Uh, okay. So, time for a Halloween rant. Things that really get your goat about Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. do you have a rant? Uh, not really a rant. It's a, it's a complaint. It's a... It's a wine if you want to, if you, if you want to. Okay. Uh, That's a, a W H. Characterize it like that. I N E. Yeah, yeah, yeah. not a W I N E. Um, and it's because it's like, I wish things were the way they were when we were kids. Agreed. You, know, you have a, a neighborhood of neighbors that know each other, you know, and then um, on Halloween, all the kids in the neighborhood. They first they hit their own street. Right, you go to do your home street. Yeah. yeah. Go door to door, trick or treat, and then you see oh Mrs. Oshiro or Mrs. Whatever. Right. Right. Um, and yeah, and then maybe you go to the other streets, and then you say oh some of them are like your classmates or you know your mom's exercise class True. mates. Yeah. You know, um, it was very safe. Not anymore. It's true. Well, the whole thing about razor blades, that started way back when, right? When did that first start? It was, but now it's more widespread, I think. Is you have, it? You have a lot, yeah. more, a lot more crazies. Well, now just everyone just goes to the mall. Yeah. See? I don't know. I mean, there's a good thing about the mall cause, because um, it's a central place. You know, you got all these kids in one place. Yeah. Uh, it's good for the, ven the merchants, True. I guess. But, you know, I just, you know, miss those old days. There are some, some neighborhoods who still throw down. They do. Yeah, ones that, like, they make their garage into a haunted it's house, like, a little, like that kind of like thing. A, it's like pockets of that kind of yeah. feeling, yeah? Yeah, yeah, mm. where people are terrified to go up the driveway, you know, like, you have, like, I don't know, 15 square feet to make your own haunted house. Like, Do especially what you like, um, say, like cul-de-sac neighborhoods. Yeah. yeah. See, so Somehow. where I take my kids, there's a few of those still yeah. where they close down, you know, one side that's mm -hmm. cul-de-sac. <coughs> All right. Ah, uh, left my asthma meds at home. Did you choke on a candy corn? I did. <laughs> and it was worth it. Oh, good thing I don't have to MC today. Mm, there I am. Okay, so um, <laughs> no, there are some some neighborhoods where, like, mm -hmm. yeah, they fully shut it down, and they lay out a huge table, and all the houses from the area they just all throw their stuff on the table. You just like for some reason, cul-de-sac neighborhoods they have an advantage 
and they can't help but get to know each other. Yeah, you know? so they're, like they're facing each other. Yeah, yeah, it's like a team almost. Yeah, yeah. I kind of envy that. Go find a cul-de-sac. No parking though. Yeah, don't. Yeah, of course you have to. Parking sucks. Yeah, but find <laughs> one. Find one. <laughs> um, you have any other rants? No. Honorable mention that, rants? No. No. <laughs> like like you said earlier, uh, I think we should bring those old. Halloween costumes back. Though I guess what you'd call them like the box costumes, because mm. your Fonz costume, mm -hmm. that was in a box, right? Came in a box. Sure. That plastic mask is in the front. Yes. You have no idea what the rest of it looks like. You're just no. going off of the mask alone. Yeah. Um, and the sharp pieces in the mask, yeah, it cuts your face. Mm -hmm. And then uh, the rest, you lose a few pounds because the rest of it is a glorified trash bag that you tie on. <laughs> and it was simple. It's cheap. That was the thing. It's like it that's was, what your costume yeah. is gonna look like. It's it, basically everyone has the same costume. It's just colored different mm -hmm. depending on whatever character you wanna be. It was simple. It was like what ten bucks, and you take mm -hmm. care of your costume. And it was so easy to display because it's just a small little box. So mm, there's one, in, one in yeah, the store yeah, shelves, you go, yeah, yeah, you go down this one aisle. You choose your costume, and that's it. That's it. It's yeah. so easy. Yeah. If anything, you should bring back for adults, <laughs> just so that we can have the benefit of cutting our face again. <laughs> I remember like one that one year it switched over, and then I started seeing all the cloth ones, and just like, what is that? And the rubber mask, and the rubber masks were really expensive. Yeah. Oh and, yeah. Ridiculous. And even more gross to wear, actually. Yeah. You know. That's true. Because you can't just flip it up like the little no, plastic no. masks. No, this yeah. is gross. Yeah, then Smell. people get lazy. They just wear the, they just wear the rubber mask yeah. and nothing else. Yeah. Yeah. Bring the box ones back. <laughs> okay, we we'll make, make it. Make it a recyclable plastic. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. See, you see. Equal. I have an honorable mention rant here. Okay. Uh, no Christmas decorations should be allowed at the store until Halloween is over. That should be like a, a law. Because that messes with my head. It, it toys with my emotions. Yeah. I don't know why stores do that. Or well, they're just trying to like malls. the most time of, they're trying to sell the most stuff over the duration of the most time possible. That's what they're trying Does to do. Does it really, like, uh, I guess so. By them putting it out, they're saying, what? You don't have this yet? You better get on it. But um, in no way, shape, or form should Santa Claus be under the same roof at the same time out in display as a jack-o'-lantern. Like, those worlds should not collide, touch, overlap whatsoever. Well, well what about the Nightmare Before Christmas? Okay, well, that's, that's like a mashup that they, they purposely put together. But I'm saying in, in a natural setting. Mm. Mm -hmm. Although that is a brilliant idea, right? I'm sure Tim Burton got that from the malls. Got the idea ah, from the malls. He was probably like, yeah, he went to one aisle, went to the other. He yeah, was like, he passed by an aisle, he passed by one of those sensory frogs. He's like, Halloween or Christmas. And then he saw like a Santa Claus, like, what the fuck? Yeah, and he's like, struggled. It is brilliant though, because Nightmare Before Christmas, any of the, that paraphernalia you can sell during. To holiday. Exactly. That is brilliant. Yeah. Good marketing. Mm. God damn it. 
What's your favorite Halloween movie, Jamie? I'm sorry, but I did pick three. <laughs> sorry. I picked two. So okay. Well, see, you can't complain. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. In no particular order, uh, I have The Witches, 1990, based on a, a short story by Roald Dahl, who also wrote, like, Willy Wonka and um, uh, the BFG, that kind of stuff. This is the, the, the mouse one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that's a good one. Yeah. Starring Angelica Houston. Also, uh, Rowan Atkinson. You know, Mr. Bean. He was a smaller what? character. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I think I remember. Mr. Bean? Mr. Bean, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Oh. Um, I know it was on Hulu at one point. I don't know if it still is. Maybe it'll come back on, you know. Yeah, like a seasonal thing. Mm -hmm. That'd be cool. You want to take turns or want me to go all? Oh, yeah, we can take turns. Okay. I'll do... Uh, I, I try not to like bring up on Google like Halloween movies and take my pick because sometimes when I'm low on ideas, that's what I do. But there's times like this where I'm like, I'm just going to pick it with what's off the top of my head. Whenever mm -hmm. I think Halloween movie... I don't the trust the top of my head. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. It's shiny up there. <laughs> it's pointy. Um, only one film comes to mind, really. Mr. <sighs> Boogity. The hell is that? Mr. Boogity is a 1986 made-for-television family film directed by Oz Scott, written by Michael Hanover, which um, originally aired as an episode of the Disney Sunday movie. It tells the story of a gag gift salesman and his family moving into a new house in New England, which they soon find to be haunted by ghosts from the colonial period. Yeah. Okay. And it... Uh, That's the best period for a haunting. It's good stuff. Colonial, yeah. Yeah, yeah. because uh, yeah, it's scary. A lot of mystery. Yeah. You have weird, like, head headgear. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Mm -hmm. uh, starred David Faustino, also uh, known as Bud Bundy. Right. Married with got Children. There's also a, a cameo by the original Gomez Adams. I forget his name. At, at. Doesn't matter. It's not like I know <laughs> his name either. Aston. Aston? Mm hmm? Just one word, like Madonna. No, uh, I just, uh, is it John Aston? Sure. John Aston Scott. Let's give him like a 90s name. Yeah, no, I mean, you know, Sean Aston's dad. What? Is that his dad? No. All right, I mean, oh my because gosh. I don't trust my brain, oh my I will verify. That is crazy. You're about to blow my mind. I won't, I am freaking out already, but you tell me that. But anyway, uh, the original Gomez Adams. Patty Duke and she became Patty Duke Aston. What? Patty Duke is involved now? Oh my gosh. This is crazy. Okay, so anyway, he plays like a head of the Chamber of Commerce. And they're trying to scare um, or warn him about that gag salesman coming to town. I don't think they like his store, that's why. Because he's a gag store, gag city. But which ends up being part of the plot because... Uh, you know, when you have a haunted house, like, what's a gag, what isn't? John, oh my gosh. And his son is Sean Aston Scott. Can you verify uh, that? Yeah, see, so, yeah. children. Mackenzie Aston, Sean Aston, and others. I call him Sean Aston Scott. <laughs> Sean Aston. <laughs> Sean Aston. Wow. Yeah. Wow. From Lord of the Rings? Sean yeah. Aston? Yeah. From Encino Man, Sean Aston? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, from Rudy. From Rudy, Rudy? Sean Astin? Yes. Wow. 
Forty first dates? Yep, John asked. Uh, I don't know what to say. I'm. My you mind are, you is are blown. woefully uninformed about uh, celebrities. Celebrities. Yeah. 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 Totally. Learn from me. <laughs> All right. What's, one. Your, what's your next movie? <laughs> oh, by the way, there's also it was so good they made a sequel to Mr. Boogity, The Bride of Boogity. Of course. Aired in uh, just one year later. I don't see why they didn't win an Oscar. They, really. <laughs> believe it or not, they pulled together enough effects and everything within one year to make that sequel, Bride of Boogity. Wonderful. Okay. My next one is uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show, 1975. It's kind of a given. Yeah. Well, I, I discovered it fairly late in the game. Actually, um, me too. Okay. And it just kind of blew my mind. Tim, Tim, the performances, Tim Curry. He's amazing. Susan Sarandon, Barry Boswell. She's great. The uh, soundtrack. Oh, yeah. The whole concept of the thing, the irreverence of it all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I regret not ever going to a live performance in any, in any, mm. anywhere. Yeah, any um, showing. You can still attend them, though. Yeah, but I'm afraid. <laughs> Why? What are you afraid of? And I don't know anyone that will go with me. Oh, I'll go with you. Really? Yeah. Okay, I gotta find one then. At one time, our our employer once had a showing. No way. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, but so, some, somehow I couldn't go. I had something else to do. Oh. That I hope it was and important. And then they said they were gonna have like toast and popcorn. Right. You know, you know, yeah, yeah, when yeah. you say toast, you say Yeah, toast. there's like a whole, yeah. there, there could be a, a separate episode just on Rocky Horror for sure. There's like yeah. enough stuff in there. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, my other move, my honorable mention, once I put a minute of thought into it, still not Googling, but I put a minute of thought, and um, Young Frankenstein. Okay. Yeah, You're 1974 good. American comedy horror film directed by Mel Brooks, starring Gene Wilder, a descendant of the infamous Dr. Victor Frankenstein and Peter Boyle as a monster. Did you know that Peter Boyle was a monster? Yes. Okay, just making sure. Uh, supporting cast includes Terry Garr, who I loved. She was my first, like, cougar crush. Really? First of many. All right. Not many, few. Those lucky, lucky few. <laughs> I'm sure they feel lucky. Clarissa Leachman, uh, Marty Feldman, Madeline Kahn, mm. Kenneth Mars, Richard Hayden, Gene Hackman. Yeah. Uh, the screenplay was written by Wilder and Brooks. Putting on the Ritz. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, actually. It wasn't that clear, actually. It was less clear than that. <laughs> yeah, oh, I totally want to watch it now. Oh, my daughters would probably be freaked out by it, yeah. I think so. Yeah. yeah. Ugh, I can't show them anything yet. All right, Jamie, what's your next one? Okay, so my last one is the, uh, the Omen um, <laughs> franchise. What? We're listening to the music, right? Are yeah. We? It's so creepy. Yeah, no, I, I, yeah. it is. Um, it's great, great music. You got to... I do kind of like um, horror movie music. Yeah, certain, no, certain ones. That, there's an art to that for sure. Yeah. 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 So the um, the Omen one, it's called something like Ave Satan or something like that. But anyway, it um, sorry, Omen. The first Omen movie was in '76, starring Gregory Peck and Lee Remick. They got two Oscar nominations and won one for Best Song. And that was a song. The one that you played for me? Yeah. In Latin. 
Yeah, it's Latin. It's makes it that more scary because I don't know what they're singing exactly. about. Like, is it human it's sacrifice? Very, yeah, or? it's very satanic. Yeah. Okay. Um, it uses uh, a lot of Gregorian chant yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. The scariest kind. Yeah, it's just really, really cool. <laughs> um, and yeah, that won the Oscar for best song. Um, uh, there's five movies in all for the Omen. The last one was actually a remake. And it was a, kind of a recent with Liev Schreiber and Julia Stiles. I don't think it did very well at the mm, box office. I don't though. think so. I think no. it was like a couple years ago. Yeah. Uh, and apparently, according to Wikipedia, there's a prequel in the works. Ah. They're using the same soundtrack, maybe? It's for probably, some kind of revamping of it. Yeah, it's probably Trent Reznor doing it. Who's that? Trent Reznor from Nine Inch Nails. I don't know. No, what? <laughs> it was kind of like goth music, right? Him and Marilyn Manson, all those dudes. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so prequel in the works. All right. Yeah. All right. Uh, and that was your last Halloween movie? Yes. All right. On to favorite Halloween monsters. Okay. Okay. My favorite Halloween monster is a creature from the Black Lagoon. Really? It's my favorite classic monster. Hmm. I have some honorable mention monsters, but I think your favorite monster should be a classic monster. And by classic, I mean like golden age of film. Mm-hmm. Right? No, but it's good that it was. Okay. <laughs> There's no rules in this. That's true. I am a stickler for rules. I like to make my own rules. Okay. And I do like that you did pick a classic monster. Okay. Though. Well, thank you. I think um, it's just so odd looking, you know, like a fish man type of thing. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, I still don't know much about that monster. I like knowing, I like not knowing so much about the monster. Mm -hmm. So, and there's a Hawaii tie to it. The guy that played the, the creature from the Black Lagoon. Really? Yeah, he He's lived in Hawaii. Hawaii. Well, he, he died, but he, um, he used to live in Waikiki hmm. along the Alawai. Swimming. In the <laughs> really? No, no, no. <laughs> well, maybe he swam in the Alawai. It was cleaner back then. He was but, born in the Alawai. <laughs> but he did live in Waikiki <laughs> until his death, I believe. Oh. Actually, that, that monster is reminiscent of the um, newer monster in that... Um, that Oscar-nominated movie, the recent one, um, the weird one. I, I did see it, and I thought it was super weird. Oh, what was it called? What? You saw it, like, what, last year? Yeah. I uh, think what monster looks like the creature from the Black Lagoon. Uh, you guys know, right? You guys know. Okay, I don't have to say. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. You know you sitting there with the headphones on, with the earbuds. I think it had the word water in it, the title. Okay. Damn it. How about when you think of it, you'll go ahead and put it on the... Uh... No. Okay. It's all right. <laughs> okay, my okay. turn. Yeah. Okay, mine is the classic of the classic monsters. Ooh. Dracula. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Listen to that. Um, is there's, of the night. there's uh, different versions of Dracula. So. I want to suck your blood. <laughs> Do you just like the overall? Like, is, are you tied? Are you leaning more towards the specific Am version I of Dracula? No, yes. no, no. Are you like? Uh, There's a Japanese Dracula. Anyway, um, what? Is there? No. No. Oh, I was like, you are pale. So. <laughs> I know. <laughs> is there a version of Dracula that you like more than others? 
Um, or you, sure. when you think of Dracula, you just think of generic Dracula. So kind of generic. Okay. Um, Nothing wrong with that. Just wondering. Uh, I don't know. I, I love the story. I love. I don't know. I don't know why I love it. But um, even in college, we read the um, the screenplay. I think it was one of the original screenplays, like a really old screenplay oh, okay. for Dracula. I loved that. Loved that. Um, I loved. A lot of times when I, when a Dracula movie comes out, I do want to see it. Although I, as a whole. I don't like horror movies. Okay, so that's kind of a difficult thing for you. What do you mean? Like it might stop you from watching them. No? You still Besides watch it. Besides Dracula. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So even if it is a horror movie, mm -hmm. you will watch it if it is Dracula. I might, yeah. Okay. Yeah. How do you I, I like the, um, uh, the one with Gary Oldman. Can it be about vampires and you're okay with that? Or does, does it have to be the central character? Uh, it, the, being about Dracula would, would draw me more. Uh -huh. But I might, I might be interested if it's just about vampires, but maybe not. Okay, okay. Dracula, because he's the king, you know, the king, the of, king of the monsters. Vampires. The king um, of the monsters. Which, uh, when you hear Dracula, uh -huh. like, do you see like a cartoon type of character? No. Like, do you see a specific actor? You don't have a specific uh, version of Dracula in your mind. I mean, you know, you have your um, Bela Lugosi. You know, okay. He was the, sort of the original actor, Dracula. I think of uh, Judd Hirsch. What? You never saw him in uh, the Halloween that almost wasn't. That sounds like a B movie. It's it's and well. Wasn't it? Yes, it first was, off, admit it's, it. It was television, so it was in a film. Uh -huh. It was a TV that special. Tells me something already. That lasted for it was uh, it ran for twenty four minutes and it was amazing. <laughs> and it's going on our show notes. I already and I got it uh, queued up. Really? Yep. It's good stuff. You're gonna watch it. You're gonna love it. And I have the whole thing in full length on YouTube. Oh, we're not gonna put that up. <laughs> What's it called now? The Halloween that almost wasn't. Jesus. He's really good. You're gonna love it. I bet not. <laughs> he plays a great Dracula. I can't imagine. He does. Cause he's like the, the taxi guy, right? Taxi and. Um, yeah, it was during that time. Uh, Independence Day. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. A Jewish yeah. vampire. You can't. Uh, cannot, yeah. Uh, can't so imagine uh, that. Let me just shout out uh, Bella Lugosi, Frank Langella, Gary Oldman. Um, yeah, those are my the Dracula Hall of Fame favorites, I guess. There you yeah. go. Yeah. Okay. Um, I have uh, some Halloween monster honorable mentions. Okay. Um, Toxic Avenger and Swamp Thing. Hmm. They were like uh, borderline monster superheroes, but still monsters. Yeah. They were sort of sympathetic. Sympathetic characters, yeah. Yeah. They weren't yeah. just monsters. No, 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 no. They they try to help people. Dracula is too. Anyway, move on. Yeah. <laughs> you have any more monsters? No. Oh, okay. Your favorite Halloween tune. Mm. Now I think before we go, you know, I, I always 
feel that there's some things that's just a given that should be at the top of everyone's list. Monster mash? Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Thank you for agreeing with me. Um, so moving on from Monster Mash. What that's like is, the king. That's like, yeah, like that's the Halloween anthem. Halloween tunes, yeah. 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 What did they listen to before that? Gregorian chants? <laughs> yeah. Do um... lucky Marty Lipo. Come just remember, like, just just imagine, like, I'm harmonized with like five other dudes. De la pudo tiro, daddy. Oh my God, it's like baby talk, <laughs> baby talk and Gregorian chant. Da da goo goo. <laughs> okay, so what now? Um, Favorite Halloween tune. Do you want me to go first? Yeah. Okay. Off the top of my head, I didn't have to look this up. Jo- Zombie Jamboree by Rockapella. What? Yeah, 1990. I'm familiar with Rockapella. Those are the guys that did the uh, the Carmen Sandiego yes. theme song. Yes, yeah. and I believe... Where in the world is Carmen Sandiego? Yeah, see, I didn't know that until I looked it up in Wikipedia. Oh, because they would always say at the end, Hit it, Rockapella! No wonder you know Rockapella. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, all right, yeah. <laughs> um, but Zombie Jamboree, that's actually, I don't know, a, f- a fairly old song um, from old Jamaica. So, you know, ah. even um, even Harry Belafonte has a recording, but... Um, is it like a reggaeton? Ska? Once you do that. Zombie Jamari. Yeah, kind of like that. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I mean, I'm going to put it on the show notes. Yeah. Of course. Me singing it? No. Oh. Yeah, anyway. My favorite uh, Halloween tune, again, off the top of my head. Okay, good. Feed My Frankenstein by Alice Cooper. Never heard it. Really? came out in 1991. Okay. Now, I just thought it was pretty cool because, like, oh, he's talking about, like, feeding his Frankenstein, and it's in Wayne's World, you know. Oh, it was? Yeah, he does a performance of it in Wayne's World because they're at his concert, and Mm. I think that was, like, his big hit at that time, Mm. or trying to be anyway. Mm. And I was like, oh, yeah, it's cool. He's talking about, like, feeding a Frankenstein monster. But then I think about it now. I'm like, oh, I think the Frankenstein monster is his penis. That's, that's the first uh, thing that came to my mind when you said that title. Oh, okay. So apparently it works. Yeah. Good one, Alice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I played at his bar before in uh, Phoenix, by the way. Was he there? No, but he has this, um, it's called Cooperstown. Okay. Yeah, I was cool. Wait, Cooperstown. Isn't that the Baseball Hall, hall of Fame? Um, yeah, but you also... Oh, it, the bar is called Cooperstown. Yeah, bar, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's right outside the, 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 the Diamondbacks Stadium. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Alice Cooper. Right. Yeah, Feed My Frankenstein. Yeah, do you have another tune? I do. That's my honorable mention. Okay. Um, and this happened when I, um, I was so inspired by this upcoming recording yes that uh, I went into my Amazon music app and I started to make my own Halloween playlist ah okay and so you know it comes it, it, bring, it gives you suggestions and stuff like that one that you can listen to on the way to the movie theater that night <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's just gonna be a short lived playlist and then I'm gonna delete it <laughs> this is Monster Mash and Gregorian chants I'm like what the hell yeah that, that too and uh, four different versions of Zombie Jamboree <laughs> by different people. 
Um, and but then I, I found um, and I remembered Werewolves of London, 1978. Ooh, I wish the clash Dubai. did that. Werewolves of London, and here they are. It's not. No. 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 I figure I, I did pretty good with the zombie jamboree. I should give you it. You did, I, but I, you know that was kind of like a given in a way. <laughs> that was an underhand pitch. Yeah, kind yeah. of. Yeah. Softball. Um, for anyone not familiar with that uh, song, uh, it was in the um, movie Color of Money with uh, Paul Newman and Tom Cruise. Wow. Okay. I'm aware of that film, never yeah. saw it though. Yeah, yeah. I, well, it's pool, it's about pool, yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, okay, mm. I definitely know why. Because at first, like Color of Money, I'm like, oh, it's about business. You know, like how they do some Wall Street oh, no, type no, of no. films. So I'm like, so I'm like oh, I don't want to watch a film about business. No, 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 it's not bad. Yeah, mm -hmm. okay. What year was that? Come on. 78? I mean, well, the original release of Rose of London, or the movie? No, The Color of Money. Oh, I don't know. No. Sometime after 78. What about, um, was it that Werewolf in Paris, or, or is that the one I'm thinking of? An American Werewolf in London? Yeah. I like that movie, too. Yeah. Was the song in that? Cut, though. No. Um, no. No. Okay. I do like that one, too. I, was, I probably watched that one when I shouldn't have, when I was, like, really young. It is kind of scary. Yeah. It's funny but scary. That it was a weird, yeah, some combination. Yeah. 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 David but David Naughton. Uh, my family didn't care. Jenny Agutter. I don't know how he say say her last name. I think she was a she's a friend of Olivia Newton John. Oh, there you go. Who's my idol? That's all you need, right there. Yeah. Uh, my honorable mention is Thriller. It's kind of like almost a uh, given too. You know what I mean? Eh, yeah. 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 But um, that was just off the top of my head, because, I mean, Michael Jackson was the coolest, right? When that came out, I'm like, oh my mm -hmm. God, just changed mm -hmm. the world. Top of his uh, game there. Yeah, um, although I do have a mini rant about this. Okay. Now, as far as Thriller goes, I'm just wondering, like, can we just enjoy the song and not do these live reenactment flash mob type of things? Like, I don't think we all need to go out and learn the choreography, or we all need to, like... I would like to, though. Would you really? I would. I'm so sick of it already. I mean, I've never done the choreography, but I'm just, I'm tired of seeing all of these videos of people like doing it out in public. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's Thriller. Oh, look, everybody's dancing. Ooh, everybody's knows the move. I think maybe because dancing is not as important to you. <laughs> is, that, is that it? I don't, I don't know. I think there's, there's dance shows that I appreciate, like World of Dance. No, 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 but do you like to dance yourself? No. See, that's the, that's the thing. I love to dance. Ah, mm -hmm. okay. There should be, like, like an aerobics class, you know, like Zumba, but they have one that's just based on Thriller, and you can only take it for two months while you learn the Thriller choreography. Or everything is, is um, seasonal. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, um, in a certain month, you would have to do like an Irish. Jig. Oh yeah, I was saying I would hate to do March for like. Uh, That'd be so uh, tough. St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, St. Yeah. Patrick's Day. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Cinco de Mayo, you just have to dance over firecrackers. It's really hard. Uh, salsa is fine. Oh yeah, salsa too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. Okay. 
Any other Halloween tunes? No, that's it. Okay. All right, so that ties it up for Halloween. Oh, sort of. That was exhausting. I know, right? Okay, on to our next feature. Who would win? This week we have Dracula versus Pennywise. The clown. The clown. The clown. Now, we should be kind of specific with Pennywise. Now, Pennywise is actually it. It can take on several forms. Just what happens, Pennywise is one of the forms that it takes. And the most, probably the most popular of the forms yeah. of the it monster. Mm -hmm. um, therefore, when talking about his abilities, I think we should refer to the abilities of it and not so much Pennywise himself. Sure. Although many it's will the say same. they're one and the same. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Just want to bring that up. Mm -hmm. Um, I figure let's do some tail of the tape here, I'm talking about strengths and weaknesses of each so we can make an informed decision. Mm -hmm. Now, Dracula has superhuman strength, which, according to Van Helsing, is equivalent to that of 20 strong men. Okay. Uh, Dracula does not cast a shadow or have a reflection from mirrors. So that would be really good for, like, uh, say, if you're in a funhouse and you're trying to... You know, they have that house of mirrors or whatever, and mm -hmm. you can mm -hmm. easily come up behind someone and get them, you know? Mm -hmm. Or or in the bathroom. Although what, what sort of mixes this up is is that depending on what movie you're you're seeing right. or what depiction you're seeing true. of Dracula, true. Very it true. can run the gamut. You can have a Dracula that can be seen in a, in a mirror. Right, right. Um, a Dracula that um, loves to eat garlic. You know. Or the ones from the Blade movies where they have cream and they can walk around during the day. They got day walkers. Did you say cream? Cream. Put cream. Like sunscreen oh, type okay. of cream on got their it. face. Yeah. yeah. I thought they're not cats. They don't like cream. <laughs> anyway. Uh, uh, Dracula is immune to conventional means of attack. Meaning that, say, if you try to stab him in the back with a knife, the blade will go through his body as it does through air. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, Count Dracula can also defy gravity to a certain extent and possess superhuman agility, able to climb vertical surfaces upside down in a reptilian manner. Mm -hmm. uh, he also has powerful hypnotic, telepathic, and illusionary abilities. Mm -hmm. And he has the ability to, within limitations, vanish and reappear wherever at will. Mm -hmm. If he knows the path, he can come out from anything or into anything, regardless of how close it is. Uh, bound even if it is fused with fire. I have no idea what the hell that means. <laughs> he can turn into a bat or bats, right? True. Uh, yeah. Or a wolf in some cases. Mm, which I've would seen that. be very confusing. Or a bat wolf? Because you got the werewolf. A flying wolf. <laughs> <laughs> with little tiny wings, little uh, leathery wings. Uh, yeah. Pennywise has the ability to shapeshift, obviously, mm. manipulate, mm -hmm. and go unnoticed by adults. During the course of uh, the story of Pennywise, it uh, primarily appears in the form of, uh, or it, the monster, primarily appears in the form of Pennywise, the dancing clown. Um, now, that whole thing about going unnoticed by adults, now, Dracula is an adult, correct? Yeah. Okay, so that means that's a huge strength for Pennywise. 
he, he can go unnoticed to Dracula and sneak up on him. Yeah, but I mean, both sides have to go into this fight knowing that, you know, they're there, you know, I mean. Yeah. You know. True. So I don't think that particular power um, has its place in, in the match. So you're, you're seeing them like fighting in a ring. Kind of. Like an alley. Yeah. Well, in either case, though, if Pennywise, if Pennywise can go unnoticed, like he knows they're fighting. He knows Pennywise is in the alley with them, right? Dracula is like, where is he? I'm looking for him. Oh, no, he is unnoticed. <laughs> but see, then, then nothing is going to happen because then Dracula is going to like poof into mist or, you know. Ah, shit, until they both like appear. Then nothing's going to happen. Ah, okay, okay. I want stuff to happen. Right, right. You know. So Dracula's stronger, right? Strength of 20 men. I guess so. They can both kind of shape shift. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with my first thing, that uh, Pennywise has the ability to go unnoticed by Dracula. Therefore, Pennywise will kick Dracula's ass. Does Pennywise have blood? And if so... It's light, it, is right? That, Isn't it light? His blood is light? Like light colored or just light? His blood is light. Um, I don't know if you remember this when they, the kids or the, I forget if it was the kids or the adults already. Um, they did that slingshot and then okay. they, they hit the forehead. Uh huh. And so it had a, made a hole in Pennywise's head. Light. And then the light started shining out of it. Oh. You know? It's probably not blood then. I mean, is his version of, you know, some so, harm is coming to him. So in theory, say Dracula bites Pennywise on the neck, he's just gonna have two little holes, and then you just have like, no. you have like two like mini bursts of light coming out of his neck from where he bit him. Mm. But then yeah, but then he would turn into a vampire. No, because he needs blood in order to. to <laughs> see, yeah, I don't know. I would say they're gonna just bludgeon each other until they're both dead. But if I had to pick, um, just on sentimental value, uh-huh. I would have to pick Dracula because at one time he was human. And it's because of that very I mean, fact. I mean, he's he's like a sympathetic. He can be a sympathetic um, character. See, and I don't think uh, it or Pennywise was ever human. Exactly. Which I think already makes him stronger. I think any trace of humanity That's why makes I'm you weak. Sentimental, I know. You know. So I'm just saying you're choosing Dracula and I'm choosing Pennywise. Okay. And there you go. Mm-hmm. That's the way we wrap it up. And usually I'm right, so, you know, <laughs> take it for what it is. <laughs> On to the snack review. This week, we went with uh, what looks best as far as Halloween packaging. Because we have a few Kit Kats, and uh, we figured, oh yeah, no, this one will match the whole Halloween scheme. It is Kit Kat Dark. That's what Jamie's opening right now. All right, so Kit Kat Dark uh, wafer bars. They weigh 1.5 ounces. The Kit Kat treat you love, draped in delicious dark chocolate. Enjoy rich, delicious twist in your favorite chocolate-covered crispy wafered candy bar at just 200 calories. 
Uh, KitKat is produced globally by Nestle, which uh, acquired Roundtree in 1988, with the exception of the United States, where it is made under license by H.B. Reese Candy Company, a division of the Hershey Company. As dark chocolate has seen increased demand and flavor worldwide because of its purported health benefits, which you've actually contributed to as well, Jamie. Thank you. Uh, September 2006 saw the launch of the four-finger Kit Kat Fine Dark in the United Kingdom as a permanent addition, as well as new packaging for the entire brand, like this Halloween stuff here. Hershey had sold the four-finger Kit Kat Dark in the U.S. Several years, uh, several years previously as a limited edition and has begun doing so again. Four-finger? Four-finger. Look, it's four fingers. Oh. Oh, four finger. Finger, yeah. Not four finger. No, four finger. Oh, I thought you meant four finger and then so it was just like, you know, this, this long. Oh, no, it's the oh. Japanese ones. <laughs> <laughs> so again, uh, Halloween-esque packaging, although it's year-round. Mm -hmm. um, black packaging with an orange Kit Kat logo. Giving it a hold that dark. Um, kind of reminds me of that one package. Uh, what was it? Jamie, what's that candy that's kind of like that? Uh, it smells good. Does it? It almost smells uh, like alcohol to me. No. Yeah. No, what is that one um, That one candy? Did we eat it? That, no, 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 no. It's like, a, it's like a classic candy. But it's like adults eat it because it's kind of like hard. Yeah, looks the, like the it? packaging looks like this. It's, it's like... Snickers? No, 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 no. It's black. It's like really hard, like, tack. you know what I mean? Chocolate, but really hard inside. See, if it's really hard inside, I'm not going to eat it. Mm. Yeah. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go ahead. We got two fingers each, and we're going to bite into it. Smell it. Oh, yeah, it's, oh, wait. It smells like milk chocolate. Kind of does. I mean, these commercially, you know, these commercial ones, like. Break it down, Jamie. <laughs> they're gonna, they're gonna like market themselves as dark chocolate, but really, it's not true, true, not true, true dark true, chocolate. True. Not the kind that will actually give you health benefits. Yeah. yeah. But they try. They try. They try. Okay. Cheers. What? My fingers broke apart as I bit ah. into them. You're saved together. Mm -hmm. That doesn't make you better than me. <laughs> okay, they definitely taste different from regular Kit Kats. Mm. But you eat a lot of dark chocolate, so. Mm -hmm. To me, this tastes like dark chocolate. How about you? There's a hint. There's a hint. Yeah. This yeah, a little bit of bitter bitterness. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I can taste that nib influence. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's good. It is good. Mm-hmm. I would dare to say I prefer this over regular Kit Kats. I dare say I agree. See? There you go. Mm-hmm. Bringing, bringing opposite taste together. Mm. Yeah, Thumbs that's good. Up, man. Yeah. Um, is this your favorite Kit Kat? Oh my God. Um, 
No. Well, Fav- favorite American Kit Kat for yes, sure. Yes, I think it is. I think okay. it is. The, uh, I think the ultimate question is, is this better than the matcha Kit Kat? Mm-hmm. You prefer this better than green tea Kit Kat? Yeah, because I don't like, I don't like the green tea one. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Which Kit Kat do you like better than this thing? Like um, like the cheesecake flavored ones. Oh. Mm-hmm. Jeez, this is kind of up there for me. Yeah. Yeah. This might be my favorite Kit Kat. Mm-hmm. Like I can appreciate like we've taste a lot of we've eaten a lot of Kit Kats together Jamie mm-hmm. I appreciate a lot of them and uh, I appreciate all of them yeah I don't necessarily like all of them yeah yeah but um, but man like if I'm craving chocolate like this is gonna be the one that does it for me let me just suck my teeth a little bit it's yeah. good I take a look Okay, um, you know what? I will give this four out of four Kit Kat fingers. All right, I'll give it a. I'm sorry, I got a lot of saliva in my mouth right now. I'll give it seven out of seven antioxidants. <laughs> Very good. So there you have it. Uh, just four more episodes of the second season of the podcast. Can you believe it? Wow, I'm going kind of, kind of fast. No, we're going to come up with our, our next season finale mm. soon. But anyway, happy Halloween, whether you watch the movies or if you go out trick-or-treating or if you're doing some human sacrifice, whatever you do, do it safely so that you can come back in two weeks and join us for another episode of the Opposite Taste Podcast. You like that? Uh, be sure to like and subscribe to the Opposite Tastes Podcast on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Connect with us on Facebook at facebook.com slash opposite tastes podcast. Remember that tastes is plural, my friend. Thank you again to the Buns Podcast Network, because I'm pretty sure they celebrate Halloween in Canada. Yeah. Pretty sure. Yeah. Why not? Happy Halloween. Peace. Boop.